Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune and we're back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we've got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house yet again for episode 277 my goodness, fellas, what a show we've got coming for you tonight. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune and you're wondering, man, what are these guys doing? Episode 277, I, yeah. I, I should probably watch that first. You know, you're in luck. I'm going to explain what we do. We're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, maybe a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun, and the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays a bonus tune. And our winner last week was the uh, the illustrious jesse moore and jesse chose a fantastic theme for this episode so jesse tell us about that theme uh comebacks like maybe a game that's been you know from a series that's been dormant for a little bit and then you know all of a sudden oh there's a sequel or it could even be like a movie ip or or even uh if you could find a game starring lisa kudrow you know something that has to do with the comeback uh, you had me there until that last one. I, I, do I dare ask what you're talking about? She was in a television show called The Comeback, and um, <laughs> oh, okay. I she plays like gonna... a, a. It's it's a pretty good uh, HBO show. She's Jessie? like a an old like television star. Okay. I honestly thought you were going to say she was in a television show called Friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah. you hear the show, man. Yeah. It's the one about the, you know. <laughs> See, for a second, I thought you were making like a Parks and Rec Kim Kardashian joke. I was like, right. wait, is there a Lisa Kudrow sex tape? Because I, I need say. to see this yesterday. Oh, if yeah. there was, I'd be I'm not on the show right now. <laughs> now is the time to find it and watch it and postpone the show because of it. Yeah, no, I, I, was, cat, I was like, smelly cat. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, God. I know we're avoiding, like, the, you know, the Kim Kardashian joke. But, yeah, it's the Lisa Kudrow joke. No, that one I'm not aware of. Um, but, yeah, no, we got comebacks on the brain, guys. It's going to be great. You know, I don't think we're uh, avoiding it. It's it's the title of our episode on the streams right now is Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Johnny, I haven't looked. You're not lying, are you? All right, SEO, <laughs> no, baby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, well, the, the, the title doodling. for the podcast episode is going to be Lisa Kudrow's sex tape leaks. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're really going to get yes. that big traffic. We're going to get some good people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because we can't call it a comeback. Um, but yeah, so we got comebacks on the brain, man. There's been, uh, been some good ones recently, you know. I don't know about the world of video games. I've been watching wrestling. John Moxley's back. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, you know, Jesse, help me out. You know, Shane O'Mac is back. He uh, he just showed no, up in the Rumble. No, he's not. He's, he's out. <laughs> they got rid of that he's, he's back and he's gone. <laughs> CM Punk is back. Yeah, CM Punk, comeback of the year, baby. So, Best in the know, world. Yeah. Been some good comebacks in the wrestling world. None of this applies to the show. I'm just you know trying to think of things that have come back recently. Uh, you know, uh, 
I haven't Stop. seen it yet. I'm one of the only people that hasn't seen it yet, but I hear that a couple of Spider-Men may be back. Oh, yeah. Um, about that. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen the movie or paid attention to the movie in the last six months before the movie's released, because right. they said, oh no, that's this thing is not going to happen, <laughs> and maybe we should take them at their word? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Toby McGuire had some other reason to be on Jimmy Fallon. He certainly wasn't appearing in a new Spider-Man movie. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Toby McGuire? Yeah. Who? No. <laughs> Um, the guy from yeah, Storm. So, he's super. Oh man. He's super excited about that Cider House Rules comeback. Oh, God, yeah. you know that's the guys. Spoilers. I picked the Cider House Rules, the sequel of the game. Oh um, wow. You know, man. It's like a yeah, change the order. Situation. Put me last. I need to find new music. <laughs> the next best Cider House Rules of the game. It's, woo, it's, a, it's a good one, guys. It's, uh, it's gonna be good. But yeah, so uh, comebacks is the theme for tonight's show. Maybe a uh, long dormant series or. Uh, I was thinking kind of like a return to form maybe on the table. Like if uh, they fucked it up and like the next one was actually good. I was thinking maybe that could be a possibility. I don't know. We'll just see. It's, it's going to be a great show. We've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request. And Johnny, we just got to, you know, get right uh, get right to it. So just jump on the back and no, let's not do anything about what? what I was about to say. <laughs> let's just <laughs> yeah, we'll, jump on we'll the come back, back to that oh. in editing. Uh, <laughs> let's just start game one, man. Game one.
All right, guys. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. All right, guys. So the NES part of this game, which was developed by Rare, was billed as the first video game with a strong anti-drug message, but Nintendo forced all drug references to be removed from the actual gameplay, uh, but the game sort of, you know, kept most of the violence and gore. Who's got some answers? I guess I do. What I think it is, I'm very surprised, Johnny. Mm. Alright, so uh, Jesse says Space Jam DVD, which is incorrect. David and John both say NARC, and it's interesting they both wrote a question mark. This is NARC. <laughs> uh, the arcade edition, specifically. <clears throat> Yes, I was going to say, I'm surprised that you didn't say David and John both said NARC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly because I'm just like, I'm sorry, Johnny, you chose NARC? I did. <laughs> because, Interesting. But, because this game came out in 1988 in the arcades and it received a sequel in 2005 on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. And this Wait. was not the music from the 2005 sequel? No, I could not find that. <laughs> so, so that's why I went with this. <laughs> interesting. That's Very interesting. I don't... 
I mean, yeah, whatever. This is why we're leading off the show. We got to get it out of our systems early. Now, I'd like to tell you about my path to this answer. Besides, uh, you know, just, I don't know, Larry, uh, googling NES drug games. <laughs> the uh, t- <laughs> not, not the number one result. <laughs> Uh, the number one result is Wally Bear and the No Gang, <laughs> uh, followed by Narc, and then Doctor Mario. <laughs> My favorite. So, I mean, you see your white pills. Yeah, it, it's it's accurate. It, you know, I can't believe Nintendo let that slip, baby. <laughs> Mario slinging pills. You know, they didn't know it was going to become a you know epidemic here in America. Um, Doctor Mario. Uh, the new sequel, <laughs> Dr. Mario and the Oxycontin Scandal. <laughs> when they finally figured out what those pills were, it was too late. The long yeah, we awaited all... sequel to Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oxycontin. Um, but yeah, Wally Bear and the No Game. Also a game I you know, wish that soundtrack had gone to, but it seemed like it was pointing in the direction of NARC. Uh, so. hey, my thought process was... What 80s games had drug references? Oh, NARC. Didn't they make a NARC in, like, a couple years back? Um, and apparently it was more than a couple years back. <laughs> How come they didn't call it the Narcade? Oh! oh. Good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think because they lack vision. Yeah. So, Johnny, tell us uh, everything you know about narc besides being a narc yeah so it's a run and gun uh, arcade game and you run around shooting like junkies and drug dealers <laughs> it, like it's it's definitely really a, a game of its time I, I feel like that yeah. this is peak let's get hard on drugs because like uh-huh. nobody should like what like you know if, if somebody's just sitting there doing drugs you don't you don't shoot them <laughs> A narc is supposed to like snitch on you or like arrest you. Like the That's fact that he's killing everybody <laughs> just for using drugs is real it's like fucked up, man. A shitty punisher. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's like the punisher but I couldn't figure out a punchline for that. It's Full like Robocop killer? but his settings are all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Robocop, but instead of shooting rapists in the dick, he shoots drug users in the head. <laughs> shoots them right in the arm. It's dirty Harry. I've got your drug. Lead. <laughs> you know nothing about this game, do you, John? Uh, I do know that it was the first game to use the um, a 32-bit processor developed by Texas Instruments called the uh, TMS 34010, which was uh, later to use Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam. So this was like sort of the beginning of uh, like higher res arcade games, you know, that were coming out at the time. Uh, it John, didn't have you- the digitized graphics, but it did have like the bigger sprites and a, and a higher res like modern and all that kind of stuff. Is this one of the ones with the Uzi connected to it? No, you because this is a it's like a run and gun. Like you, you're oh, okay. not. Yeah, you're you're playing game. with standard joystick controls in this game. You don't It'd be cool if they made a running gun that also had the Uzi attached to it, like a joystick and an Uzi. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Oh man, Uzi in the right hand, joystick in the left. <laughs> Ooh. Just yeah. like real life. <laughs> Living that life, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, can you imagine uh, robbing a bank with an Uzi in your right hand and like an Atari joystick in your left? Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. I think so. I can picture it, baby. <laughs> See, I don't think that would go so well because it'd be like, you know, listen to him. He's got a newsie. 
Yeah, but he's also got an Atari controller. I don't, I don't think he's all okay mm. upstairs. Well, all about that fucking gangster shit. He's got a fucking joystick with him. <laughs> and yeah, let me see if I can find... Uh, I remember looking this up a while ago, the differences between like the arcade and the NES version. Because uh, the NES the version... The drug references they removed, you mean? <laughs> it, it looks yeah. like trash. Like, of course it does. But there's definitely a sequence where you're like running through, you know, like a like a, the equivalent of um, Skid Row, and there's definitely still the like pot symbols everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sebastian Bach. Oh my god. Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the list of differences between the arcade and the NES. Oh, here it is. The drugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> you kind of alluded to it in your trivia, Johnny. It's it's the drugs. <laughs> And that's pretty Man, crazy. So like this. Go ahead. Go for it, John. No, no, no. It's nothing. I was gonna ramble. I was gonna say it, it is ridiculous that the gore and the violence are fine, the drugs are not, right? Like. Well, yeah, that speaks to a real problem. Yeah, and it, but this is Nintendo of America, who then later on said in Mortal Kombat, like, no, the violence is not fine. You can't have the blood. So like, right. You know what well, the that's hell? Because they didn't have drugs in Mortal Kombat. There's a hierarchy. Like mm -hmm. a hierarchy, you say? There. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> there was no war on gore going on, Johnny. Like, there was a war on drugs. They couldn't fucking have it in their games. Like, you know, the attitudes have changed within, you know, three years. <laughs> there's it's time for the gore. <laughs> there's a lot of things that Nintendo of America will fuck with, but Nancy Reagan is not one of them. Oh, they should have, though. Can you imagine Nancy Reagan, you know, throat goat, just fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. running away through Nintendo? <laughs> Oh, really? God, just imagine Shiggy, you know, like Nancy Reagan rolls into his office. I've seen that Donkey Shiggy Kong. Now, where's that Donkey Kong? <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't want to continue doing this. <laughs> you had me a throat goat. Just <laughs> <laughs> an old lady blowing all of Nintendo to get them to remove drug references from their games. Well, yeah, because yeah. sex is. At oh, the we're gonna do that anyway. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> sex is at the bottom Don't of the hierarchy. Her. Sex is fine. Violence up, you have to remove, and then drugs are like the big no-no. Right. Oh man. Hmm. Nancy Reagan, she got us, man. Yeah. Did a lot of harm. A lot of good. But a lot of harm. <laughs> a lot of good. Mainly with that throat. Yeah. <laughs> God, she should have had her own game. You know, <laughs> Nancy Reagan Gluck Gluck Simulator. Gluck Glucks. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> I gotta stay off Twitter, guys. It's done bad things to my brain. Oh my god. So yeah. <sighs> Narc is a pretty like ridiculous game. You're shooting drunk uh, uh, junkies. Drunk. Sorry, <laughs> you're shooting junkies, which is just insane to me. And well, yeah, you know, pretty bad. Yeah, you know, yeah, it should be a treatment game. You should be treating them instead of shooting. Them. Yeah, <laughs> just getting them you're gently nudging them into rehab. Yeah. You should be shooting them with injections of methadone. <laughs> like, yeah, you should. Well, I mean, you know, that's its own problem, Johnny. Methadone is, you know, it's it's a huge problem in this country too. What they need is, you should be playing as a social worker, mm. and you know, addressing the problems that have led them to their life of drug abuse. I mean, it's a multifaceted problem that, that frankly, the game Narcs wasn't prepared to handle. <laughs> like, no, no society said... in general is still not prepared to handle it. Like, maybe if they developed this game this year in like Oregon. They could fucking, you know, make a thoughtful game where you, you know, 
properly address drug addiction, but oh man, there's yeah. there's I'd a play sil- a decriminalized narcs. <laughs> there's a silver bullet to the drug problem. It's called actual bullets. Okay, that's how you solve the drug problem in America. <laughs> drug users, werewolves, <laughs> silver bullet, guns. <laughs> um, yeah, man, they should just legalize it all. You know, this game shouldn't exist at all. Um, fucking. I don't know, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that's a funny thing. You, you know, you bring this on here and you're talking about the fucking arcade game instead of the, uh, you know, our brains are all in, like, NES area. You're not talking about the comeback game, which I would argue didn't really, you know, constitute a comeback because who gave a fuck? Like, yeah, it came back, but who cares? I had no idea. Like, I, I Googled the fucking, you know, box art for that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that game for $4 at GameStop for the last 20 fucking years. Like, that was a sequel to this? I thought it was unrelated. I thought NARC was public domain at that point. Like, <laughs> I had no idea that this was fucking connected to NARC the arcade game. What the fuck, man? Um, you think so, yeah. games go into the public domain? I mean, I think words like narc probably do at some point. <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, know. words are in the public. Words are the public domain. I don't, I don't know, David. Mm, I'm not you can sure trade. You can trademark some, but uh, yeah. no. Generally trademark. speaking, video no video game has gone in the public domain yet because they're all made well after you know our current copyright laws, where it basically right, just right. lasts forever. Like, yeah. In the- if, if you made a video game in like 1922, sure it'd be in the public domain by now, but. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's fire up that I'm public domain thing. Nickelodeon. Yeah, God. Uh, But yeah, no, I, I, I'm just saying, I, you know, it seems like NARC is not the kind of name that would have gotten trademarked back in the day, so I figured that the 2005 NARC game was unrelated, but today I learned. No, yeah. it was a comeback. So, yeah. Great job, John. Thanks for, the, thanks for the education on NARC. I didn't realize you were such an expert. Oh, dude, I've narked on so many of my friends. That's, that's, yeah, that, I, that I do know about. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I was surprised that you went with narc, like the drug game, considering that you were on an anti-smoking billboard. Yeah. Smoking is not Huge drugs. Time. Well, you didn't know that back when you were on that fucking billboard. <laughs> <laughs> back when they tricked your ass into being photographed for an anti-smoking billboard. Oh, jeez. Um, man, yeah. Trips down memory lane with yeah. St. Augustine boys. Anyway, Johnny, anything else on NARC? Or, no. Uh, I don't know, the Netflix series Narcos? Nope, Game that's all I got. Two. Very good, yeah. Have you watched Narcos? I have not. Well, Johnny, you got to catch up, baby. Mm.
So the uh, secondary character in this series uh, was originally going to be a playable fighter in Super Smash Bros. Melee. However, Masahiro Sakurai decided not to implement them and instead place them as a collectible trophy. Has their guesses ready? I do. All right, let's super ready. No. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> John says, "Check this. Our dream is to live smoke-free." SWAT. Incorrect. Um, Jesse again says Space Jam DVD, but now with the drawing of a penis. Uh, sadly incorrect. Uh, John has the correct answer. This is Famicom Detective Club. Technically, this is Famicom Detective Club, the girl who stands behind the second game, but I'm not going to get that pedantic because it was going to be hard enough to guess Famicom Detective Club. Thank you for that. Um, I thought they were just released under one name for a Switch or whatever. So there there are two games. Um, It's interesting because the first game is The Missing Heir. And then the second game is The Girl Who Stands Behind, which is actually a prequel. So, like, continuity-wise, it's kind of confusing. Um, But they were available either individually on Switch or bundled together. Um, What we are listening to is the comeback game, which is the remakes that were released on Switch. Uh, The Mm. original games were released in Japan in 1988 and 1989, and the remakes were released last year um so a pretty significant time difference yeah Man. look at and it begs the question of why did they do this <laughs> i don't know but i'm kind of glad that they did because yeah they were pretty cool games um the the remakes especially they're obviously much nicer than the original famicom versions um they still have kind of the they're basically like text-based adventure games um so there are still a few like random obtuse puzzles that are hard to figure out um but they've gotten a significant visual upgrade um all the characters are in 3d models and they animate like as they're talking their heads will like move it's not just static images um like it was before and something that i thought was cool was you had the option of the new like orchestrated soundtrack or if you wanted um you could actually switch it to the original famicom soundtrack that's fun 
which I thought about playing just to fuck with you guys, but decided against it. Hmm. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, I do like that option in many. It seems like that seems to have become a standard thing for like remakes and remasters. Like, yeah, you can turn on the old tunes. Like, good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes I want to hear them just out of curiosity, and sometimes the new tunes suck. So, thankfully, that's not the case in this. This was this was nice, uh, nice redone tunes. But yeah, I, thought I like nice, having the option. Soft, easy listening music. Um, yes, I feel like I was in an elevator. Maybe, knowing now that it's Famicom Detective Club, there was a dead body nearby. It relaxes. <laughs> you know, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, have any of you guys played either of these games? Of course, John Regan has. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> Listen, man, I am the biggest Famicom Detective Club like fanboy. I've they call started him the Johnny Detective Club. Yeah, yeah, I've started the fan club for this Famicom Famicom Detective Club Club. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, fan club. Uh, Famicom Detective Club fan club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna take that as a no. No, um, I've not played anything. It's it's kind of similar in structure to the Phoenix Wright games and. I've played Phoenix right before, so I was like, okay, I know what to expect and everything. And when you investigate a murder scene in Phoenix right, you know, there's someone lying on the ground with a few, like, bits of red next to them. It's like, oh, there's been a murder here. Um, this game's a little more graphic. Like, there's, there's a dead body that washes up, and you see, like, the strangulation marks, and her skin is very pale. Like, it's surprisingly dark for a nintendo like remake um and I as mean, i was good <laughs> i was reading about it and they're like oh yeah the the game draws inspirations from like japanese detective novels as well as horror films by dario argento it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah okay cool <laughs> that influence is there <laughs> um they're surprisingly suspenseful uh they're very good stories and yeah it's not like gory but it's more graphic than you would imagine especially right. for famicom detective club well i mean like so you're not like witnessing scenes of violence but it's more like the aftermath of some kind of violence so like yeah it's not gory per se but it is yeah like you said graphic so here's a corpse right yeah and oh man look what fucking happened to this corpse that's what you were saying. Uh, it's like it felt like I was mess. in an elevator with a dead body. It's like that's exactly what this game is like. Mm -hmm. That's the music, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, David. You know, it begs the question: Have you played Danganronpa? No, but you know, it's on the list. Yeah, sounds like something that might be up your alley if you like these solving murders and what have you. Just spitballing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Rapa has the like little evil teddy bear. That's true. And Does I'm this have a little teddy evil teddy bear, David? Is there um, a fucking little evil teddy bear in the club? There's not a little evil teddy bear. Uh, there, like who I said, there is, is a high in the club? girl who gets washed ashore. I think it's detectives okay. mostly. Is it Sherlock right. Holmes and like uh, Batman? And yeah, like I was gonna that. say like how many Famicom detectives yeah. did Jack. they get together to form this club? Encyclopedia well, Brown. Any valiant? Cujo, the chief from uh, I'm sorry, it was just Encyclopedia Brown really threw me for a loop. <laughs> Helm shoes. 
um, there there is an actual detective club. The the main your player character like joins the club and whatnot, and kind of gets a, a sidekick in shit. What's her name? Ayumi uh, Tachibana, who she's the secondary character, but she's kind of the more recognizable character. Um, and mm. apparently Sakurai wanted to add her in Smash Brothers, and then was like, wait. Nobody outside of Japan has any idea who the fuck this is. <laughs> Pass. I mean, it didn't stop them on a couple of other characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like they foisted Martha and Roy upon the West, Lucas. so why not? <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> hey, man, you know, let's not talk ill of Lucas. You know, trying to talk bad about Martha and Roy here. I'm not trying to talk bad about my boy Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, Yumi Tachi Bunky. You know, nope. That name doesn't translate. Lucas. He's a good American boy. Ayumi. Mm-mm. Not interested. Mark. You have to call her barely like... Barely interested. Mary. <laughs> exactly. Amy. Uh, it's, a, it's a T last name. Taylor. Taylor, thank you. You know, Amy the tool man Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Jonathan Taylor talking uh, about <laughs> I mean, they'd have, to, they'd have to make it more American. You'd have to see the gore... They'd name her Amy Taylor, give her, like, huge tits, you know, mm-hmm. really yeah. give her a gun. <laughs> She's What's a 15-year-old high school student. Give her a fucking Shit. gun. What's the name of this movie, David? I'm going to look it up. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so, you know, David, you then have played the remake and, you know, enjoyed it? Like, or, you know, it's the kind of thing you can kind of get through pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I can't get a read on how long it takes to beat these visual novel games, usually. Yeah, um, it's... I... The first one, um, The Missing Air, it's not as good. I prefer the sequel, which is why I went for it. Um, mainly because the the first one, like I said, has more of the like weird ass adventure puzzles that are hard to figure out. Mm. Um, but they're, they're like eight hours. Like they're not super, super long. Um, and they're very well written like detective stories. So I do recommend them, but I would maybe recommend the second game first. And so it's a fucking visual novel thing. Is there any, like, can you pretty much just play through it, or is there like, are there game over conditions to it? I mean, I, that's the thing I don't understand about these games. It feels like in a lot of cases you're just kind of like reading stuff, and it doesn't seem like a whole lot of playing. It seems more like kind of just experiencing stories. Is there any anything that makes you actually like you know need to stop and start over or anything like that, or is it just a fucking just good story of a game? You know, not that I found. There is kind of like a it's like the phoenix right like investigation like sometimes you have to like click around the screen and like try to find clues to you know solve the murder and whatnot um so there is an interactive game element but it's not like the murderer is coming to kill you game over but it's not like phoenix right where you're then in the courtroom and if you fucking like just yeah, can't quite figure out how to word what you obviously know, and you make the wrong menu selections. Eventually, you get a game over. Right. Like, uh, that does that happen or no? <laughs> no, no, it's okay, not like good. that. Right. Good. Very good. Because that that greatly increases the likelihood of me thinking about playing them. I, I recognized early on that was something that really pissed me off about Phoenix Wright games. It's like I know what's going on here. It's obvious this guy's guilty, and I think this thing proves it. And somehow 
No, I'm not proving it correctly. And I've got I got a game over, and now I have to do the trial again. Fuck this. Like, yeah, no, it's it's not mm -mm. like that. Good. Yeah, I just want a good story. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Uh, hang out in an elevator with a corpse and have a good story. I think you would definitely be interested in Famicom Detective Club. I like it. I like it. Very cool. Um, Johnny, you know, do you have anything else that you wanted to contribute on it as the uh, member of the fan club? Um, I'm not a, the member of the fan club, John. I am <laughs> the president of the fan club. I'm not just the okay. member. I'm the president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, now, Johnny, have you considered that maybe there should be another Famicom Detective Club fan club dedicated to, I don't know, this seems like a bad joke to make. I think I should probably walk away from this one. We should, we, <laughs> should, we, should, so we should have a fan club that, or sorry, we should have a detective club to investigate what happened to the Famicom Detective Club club uh, because mm. that club disbanded some time ago under very mysterious circumstances. So we have to start okay. up a Wait, new... you're the president. You're the president. <laughs> right. So what were those we're investigating you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> huh. Something, something, insider trading, body in an elevator. Yeah. Right, yeah. So there was some shady dealing going on. Johnny was laundering fan club money in some way. So, you know, uh, it was not, the club was not being run properly. So one could say that it was a Famicom detective club, defective fan club. <laughs> God. Game Good night, everybody. Three. <laughs>
Wow. Okay. Um, so, uh, in the development of this game, they wanted to update the main character. And so they're talking about um, what kind of personality he had. And they eventually honed in on what was best described as this dude who's always in the wrong place at the wrong time, who just manages to get himself out of all these crazy situations in a heroic way. But he's not your classic hero. gentlemen let's see what sort of answers you have um <clears throat> this was our fan request um <laughs> john says uh space jam dvd that's good um and john and david say crash bandicoot 4 which is correct this is uh Space or not? <laughs> what the fuck, Johnny? <laughs> he did. He got me. All right, this is Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. And uh, yeah, this is uh, was our fan request from Unsaddled Zebra in the Discord. 
And um, I'd like to make a confession. I have never played a single Crash Bandicoot game. Ooh. And uh, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, that offends David in a huge way. David, I mean, we call him Crash Boy because of, uh, you know, how much he loves that Crash. No, we call him the Bandicooter. Uh, <laughs> it's weird, though, because, like, I was, you know, I did play PlayStation a lot. I was real big into Sony stuff, but I never, for some reason, I just never picked that up and played it. I, I remember seeing stuff about it, and and the biggest thing I remember Crash Bandicoot was uh, the sound that Johnny's going to play for us. Oh, yeah. Hey, plumber boy, mustache man, your worst nightmare has arrived. Pack up your stuff. I got a little surprise for you here. Check it out. What do you think about that? You got real time, 3D, lush organic environments. How's that make you feel, buddy? Feel a little like your days are numbered? I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You're hurting my elbow. Is that Italian? No, Bandicoot. It's an Australian name. Do you, do you remember the Crash Bandicoot commercials? Like, the dude oh, dressed up yeah. as the Bandicoot. Iconic. Fucking with people. Like, there's like 10, uh, 10 commercials where he's like just fucking people in an airport. And like, it's no fucking with people, not fucking. God, come on. <laughs> he might as well. Like, he's like screwing with TSA and stuff. Like, those, those bring, weren't official like, commercials, Jesse. No. <laughs> the thing I remember most about it was like, oh, this is Crash Bandicoot trying to like fuck with Nintendo and everything. But the there's a hole in his smile where you see the guy's face. Like, they weren't yeah. trying to make it look like the character was doing this. Like, it's very so obviously it's some dude in a costume. It's so good. Those commercials were really fun. Like, like they only did, like, one, like, anti-Nintendo commercial uh, that I could find. And that was pretty good, though. Like, like hey, Plumber Boy. Like, it's so, like, low-hanging fruit. And and obviously, uh, the, we have saw the games. Like, Mario 64 is a lot better than... Crash Bandicoot. I'll, I'll go on record and say that. Hot take. Uh, that is not a hot take. That is an objective fact. No, Although, yeah, that's yeah. a very cold and take. <laughs> Although, uh, Crash Bandicoot was smashing a lot of boxes. Anyways, um, <laughs> so this is the fourth one. It came out a couple years ago, and I remember hearing it favorably on like podcasts and stuff. Um, but again, since I've never played a Crash Bandicoot game, this would be a Crash Bandicoot game, and I have not played it. Um, but, you know, it is cool that he came back. Um, it's also interesting if, with the current uh, Microsoft buying Activision thing, if we're going to see any more Crash Bandicoot, or, um, you know, maybe... Because there was that, uh, whatever, it was a Crash game that uh, was multi-platform, I think it was one of the first ones. And I remember the advertisement in the magazine is Crash getting an Xbox tattoo, which is <laughs> pretty nice. nice. So it's like four. I'd like four to telling. see, you know, Crash Bandicoot turn up for Microsoft stuff because now Microsoft owns uh, Crash and Banjo. And I yeah. think the two of them could team up and make a pretty shitty game. That would be um, a good team up. Yeah, like a, a good pair. That would inevitably lead to a bad game, but I think it'd be pretty, uh, pretty fun, man. But um, could you imagine 
Banjo and Kazooie and some of the Diddy Kong racing characters in a crash tag team racing game. There you go. Could be good. Could be very good. I'd be down with that. Yeah. David, can you name another character from Crash Bandicoot? Um, yeah, there's the, um, like the Tiki Voodoo Mask Aku Aku. And the main villain, uh, Dr. Neo Cortex. That's right. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I did not play Coco. Uh, yeah. Coco's his sister. Um, I didn't play Crash 4, but I did watch. There's a guy on YouTube that I like who did a full playthrough of it. Um, mm. And as I was watching it, that's why like, I recognize this music. It's like, hey, I know these songs. Um, and as I was watching him play, I was like, wow, I do not want to play this because this looks fun, but also very challenging in a frustrating way. And mm. I don't think this would be the game for me. Yeah, no, I, I never really understood the appeal of Crash Bandicoot based on uh, seeing it as a kid and then my limited experience with the series. Uh, real quick, Johnny, have you ever played Crash Bandicoot? Briefly. Briefly okay. at a friend's house, like in, G- in Gainesville, Florida. Like, very, very oh, briefly. Isn't, like, Crash 2 ago. your wife's favorite game? Yes, it's one of her favorite games. Oh, well, but, <laughs> um, but I was going to say, my experience with Crash Bandicoot is limited to the game Uncharted 4. Um... I don't know if you guys know that Crash oh, yeah, Bandicoot. Oh yeah, you play it in that game. Yeah, uh, there's this really unfortunate like prologue thing where you're Nathan Drake living at home and struggling to live the home life, and he plays PlayStation on his fucking wife's you know old PlayStation. You have to play a fucking actual level of Crash Bandicoot. So that's my experience playing the series. I didn't care for it. Uh, I, I don't understand it. Like, why is it? Why are you always running towards the camera? What is that? Yeah, that's a weird choice. I don't know. Is it fucking Jim from The Office, the game? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's weird because, like, there are boxes stacked in all of the levels, and you have to, like, destroy all of them in order to succeed in the level, but there's also platforming challenges. So, like, what's your goal? Right. Don't care to find out. (laughs) Um,. But I kind of like the kind of like the crash vibe, you know. Silly, uh, whatever Bandicoot is seems silly. Seems made up. It's an Australian not, thing. Yeah, it's an Australian thing. Some kind of like um, like mole type creature. It's I like think. a shrew or something. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, it's not like a dingo. It's not like, yeah. a, like a wild dog. No, I, I think it's a like a sub brand of Foster's is what a Bandicoot is. Like when you get the really big can of Foster's as a Bandicoot. Game four. <laughs> Is that really what we're ending on, John? No. Is that are you I doing do, that? Absolutely I, not. Yeah. I do remember when this game came out and everyone was like, "Fuck yeah, Crash is back! Crash should be in Smash Brothers!" Crash is was like, I I was not a PlayStation kid growing up, but was Crash that big? I mean, like, he was their like mascot for a long time. Because like, I remember like PlayStation I mean, like One, it. everybody was talking about Cloud. Like, I don't remember people talking about Crash Bandicoot. Or Spyro. They made a ton of Crash Bandicoot commercials for, like, every Crash game that they made on PlayStation. It just seemed like he was, like, the PlayStation guy for a while. Because, like, you know, everyone needed a big, you know, mascot-type character, and Cloud isn't a big mascot-type character. I thought Spyro was that guy for PlayStation for a while. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I I, I had a friend who was like an early adopter of the PlayStation, and 
that like the Crash was the mascot up until Spyro or Final Fantasy came out, like whatever came first, you know. The, okay, the, those so, yeah, took my over. My memories of cra- of fucking PlayStation mascot characters in no particular order: Parappa the Rapper, mm. Spyro, Snake, Gran Turismo Car, <laughs> fucking. That's pretty much it. How could you forget Polygon Man? Right, of course, Poly Man. Um, you know, no, I, I, I don't have memories of that. And, and of course, the greatest PlayStation hero. Pepsi Man! I thought that was Sega Saturn. I forgot, you know, and yeah, Johnny, I, I didn't grow up in Japan. We all love Pepsi Man nowadays. Don't act like he was ubiquitous when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I didn't say cloud, but yeah, cloud. You know, fucking had to endure like fucking middle school Tropicana speech contest entries on fucking oh. Final Fantasy 7 was. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, no. I forgot Twisted Metal. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Sweet Tooth. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, trying to think of, you know, let's see. Other things I've found synonymous with PlayStation at the time. Jet Moto. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jet Moto. Like Tekken, too. Like, yeah, everybody everybody Tekken PlayStation There you go. Tekken. That's actually, yeah. So Tekken characters, Jet Moto. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of also, like, Wipeout. Uh, uh, siphon filter. You lost me. I also love how one <laughs> of your mascots is Gran Turismo car. I mean, seriously, that's how boring I found the fucking PlayStation. I'm like, oh, they got Gran Turismo. I, I tried playing that. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to drive that slow. What the fuck is this? Yeah, there's Where's no banana turtle peels. Shell? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh wow, the car takes realistic damage. No, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't look right. This is that's a box. It's not taking realistic damage. You know, guys, you know, hmm. I don't want to drop a hot take, but Gran Turismo, not very fun. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, fucking, that, that takes as cold as yeah, pizza, baby. Um, oh, Mega Man Legends. That's not iconic at all. Now we're just taking suggestions from the chat. Not true. Just listing my favorite games. Well, yeah, exactly. But, you know, Bushido Blade. God, yeah. Yeah, you know, so iconic the the, the blade in Bushido Blade. <laughs> um, remember all those commercials you know, Sony made with the blade from Bushido Blade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, you remember those commercials where like the you know, the fucking blade from Bushido Blade was standing outside of Nintendo? Yeah. Hey, blood about chopping, bo- cutting Mario's Wait, legs off. How many swords you got in your game, huh? I just remember it being so weird because like you could see the guy's face in the handle of the sword. Like, it was very clearly yeah. not the sword. It's a man inside of a sword costume. It, it was wasn't even a sword. <laughs> oh, God. Um, GSA wouldn't let him through. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Sony Blade Station over here. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it sucks that we're not all Bandicoot boys. We should be. Um, you know, I feel like we should be supporting this guy because now he just feels like like some orphan child where it's like yeah we should have supported him a long time ago like he's fallen off like he yeah you know, crash crash these days seems like a drug addict that we all just neglected for a long time it's like oh, we gotta shoot oh, him man he's, a, like, he's a good guy he's, he's got a good heart we shouldn't kill him we should fucking you know rehabilitate him and oh you know, okay he's got his he's got a new game now we should support that none of us have fucking supported crash for and yeah, no. like <laughs> if there's another crash game it'll be a fucking miracle uh but i don't know well, I'll, okay, I'll I I will pledge to play Crash Five when it comes out on Game Pass. Yes. not a <laughs> moment before. <laughs> when it comes, baby. 
um, good request. Uh, Jesse, one more thank you for the requester. <laughs> Unsaddled un, uh, zebra. Fuck yeah. You know, great request. Great tones. You know, love the love the Bandicoot sound, if not the Bandicoot game. So, you know, great pick. Game four. Okay, so uh, in one review, um, someone had said uh, different play styles of each character lead to interesting matchups. Like, uh, you counter Brazil super speeds, speedster Jay Raposa with another swift-footed character, 
Or do you go with like a powerhouse like Germany's muscle-bound K. Wessel? your answers oh, i probably should have written an answer probably that's usually how the show works usually johnny's so ready to show his answer yeah all right we're locked in johnny says a space jam dvd um john says big boxy tits and david says space jam dvd um, no, this is uh, Windjammers 2. Windjammers 2. Um, y'all ever play Windjammers? The name rings a bell. No. <laughs> Johnny, come on, man. The answer is yes. So Not wind- you and I together. I'm just saying you should be ashamed of yourself if you haven't played Windjammers. Come <laughs> on, baby. It's fucking, you know, Frisbee game. The, the Frisbee fighting game. Yeah, it's a, the classic uh, Frisbee, like, Pong-type situation. Yeah, um, Neo Geo, right? Yeah, Neo Geo. Yeah. Like, 94 or something. And, uh, and a few years later, in 2022, uh, they released Windjammers 2. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Which is, uh, um, surprisingly, a lot of uh, there's a big Windjammer scene in France for some reason. So that's interesting. Um, with the accent, Jesse. Say Windjammers uh, with the accent. Oh, 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 we like to play the Windjammers. Windjammers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dave, that's my yeah. accent. Don't steal my bit. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what is that? Tonight we're all stealing bits, guys, obviously. You know, nobody even fucking told me about it. <laughs> but yeah this game is really fun um 
they kind of added some things to uh, Windjammers to make it um, a little updated. Like you can jump now, which is really good for if like the disc gets lobbed into the air, you can jump up and grab it and like spike it um, or do like a special spike move. Huh. Um, that feels like it would add a confusing dimensionality to the game. Not as much because you don't have to do it. You could just run up underneath it. But if you wanted to get that extra bit of offense in or maybe try to, you know, trick your your um, opponent somehow. Right. They just, they, they just, like, added a couple of new, like, strategy elements in the game. Yeah, no, um, but I'm saying, like, imagine if, like, all of a sudden Pong had a foreground and a background to it. Like, that would, that would kind of fuck me up trying to, you know, learn that. I don't know. It'd be, uh... I'm just trying a little to confusing. Think, could you not jump in the first wind jammers? No, not no, it was essentially purpose, pong no. where you're throwing a frisbee back and forth and it's bouncing off the walls and shit. And you're trying to score it on the other guy's, you know, side. But uh there wasn't like jumping over the disc or whatever. So No. Okay. I'm not I mean, saying it's bad at inclusion, I'm just like, you know, I'm baffled by it. I'm like, wait, hold on, like Yeah. You know, what if I fucking mistakenly jump the fucking the disc just fly under my legs and I yeah. lose the point? Like, fuck that. that. that you know, that's gonna fucking that's gonna fuck me up bad, baby. <laughs> they better make it real clear when that thing needs to be jumped at. <laughs> yeah, I mm. do kind of love the idea that it took almost thirty years to make a sequel, and their big innovation was jumping. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we finally cracked it. I love it. I like. Yeah. I cannot tell you guys how many times when playing Ultimate Frisbee, I actually accidentally jumped over the Frisbee when trying to go for it. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a real problem, man. And it, it makes Windjammers 2 more relatable. Sometimes you just, you know, as John Regan playing Ultimate Frisbee, simply jump too high mm-hmm. and the Frisbee sails between your legs. It's yeah. just, it's a common problem. All the time. You know, Johnny's out there on the field like Daryl Strawberry, baby. He just takes flight. <laughs> And <laughs> the frisbee just goes under his legs. That's why we call him. That's why we <laughs> call him Johnny Gunvolt Strawberry. <laughs> Gunvolt, Gunvolt. I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time picturing Johnny even throwing a frisbee. So <laughs> I have a hard time picturing Johnny jumping frisbee. more than four inches off the ground. <laughs> I mean, like, I just yeah. I would love to see Johnny do a fancy catch, <laughs> like playing frisbee. I want to let's just all like go between to his legs. Get out on the fort lawn, really fucking get out there and start slinging that disc. And I want to see Johnny jump and catch it between his legs. I start just want to see him, dude. I got yeah, some moves. Yeah, go out there, wind jam it, baby. Yeah, I can catch it like Johnny, a dog. Name, it's pretty sweet. Name one of your. <laughs> 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 I, I would love to see that, Johnny. <laughs> Uh, can you, you know, what's your fanciest throw, John? Uh, the hammer, where you throw it sideways and it flips upside down as it goes. Oh, word. I oh. actually can do that. Wow. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's a good throw. <laughs> yeah, name for it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was anticipating Johnny having a named throw at his disposal. That's, you know, that's the uh, egg on my face. <laughs> Johnny Hammer. Yeah, fucking, yeah, Johnny's got his own special version. Fucking the Johnny Gunvolt Hammer. Now, do you have to yell it before you do it for Matt Oh, yes. Cut? Yeah, yeah, no, you have to call it out. If you do Johnny a fancy Hammer! Thing, you gotta call the no, move out. You shout, it's hammer time, then you throw it. Oh. Well, yeah, you got. Yeah. but I'm saying, you gotta have a sound cue in some way. Like, you know, Turn it's it like off. a fighting game, John. You gotta fucking call your fucking throw. <laughs> oh, man. We should play some Frisbee, guys. This sounds great. <laughs> uh, but also, Windjammer sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, real good, real fun. Yeah, so this literally came out, what, this month or last month? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just remembered it's a new month. Um, 
Uh, that's fucking crazy. Like, I'm really happy about that. Because, yeah, Windjammers is just looking like, cool and so 90s real and silly. Good. Like, I think the people who did Streets of Rage 4 were behind this game. So oh, it's word. very pretty. Nice. Um, okay. And, like, it's, uh, like, I typically pick um, the, the Canadian guy with the mullet and the uh, wrestling makeup or the uh, Chinese guy who can make the disc disappear and reappear in random spots in the court. <laughs> is the Canadian okay, guy wearing now. like explain that. <laughs> is the Canadian guy wearing like a denim denim jeans and a denim jacket? No, it's that's just Danny. what I pictured immediately. He's like a big fat dude with like a, a blonde mullet. He's got like face paint on, and then his shirt has like this big like blue star on it. It looks like he's an American, but he's rep in Canada for some reason. It's it's real I was, weird. I was going to say, big fat dude with a blonde mullet. Are you sure this is Canada? I know. I double checked. I'm like, wait, why is he from Canada? This this should be the American guy. <laughs> I'm looking at the roster now. Yeah, these guys look fucking great, man. Yeah, it's yeah. got a good roster. Great names, too. Great looks. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that hideous Canadian guy. He's got a yeah. big fucking mullet. He's got the face paint. Interesting. And you can hmm. get some heated battles. It's so fun. Uh, there's some levels where there's like um, things in the middle of the court that the disc can bounce off of and, and fuck you up. And sometimes they're stationary. Sometimes they can move. Um, there's a, a court that's like smaller than the other court. So like it's real tricky to like um, get it in there. And then there's some um, courts that are like bigger. Um, one of my favorites is the casino court because um, after every serve, the point value of the goal changes between one and eight. <laughs> so you can, it's just random. Oh, fun. Time. You can like get the lead real quick if you're lucky. <laughs> um, let's see. There's uh, Yeah, it's just a, it's a fun game. It gets real you know, intense. Um, I feel like it's a pretty fair game. Like, all the controls are such that, you know, you don't feel like you're getting bullshitted if you lose. You just went the wrong direction, you know? Right, yeah. So that's... Seems like the kind of game where it's like, if you lose, you just fucking brush it off and play again. Yeah, like, pretty much. Know, don't get mad. Just fucking keep playing. Yeah. Are you talking, like, if you're playing online, or are you talking about playing yeah. computer? Online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who could fucking get mad playing Windjammers online, man? Yeah. Like, just, yeah. I don't know. Go again. Though I would like to see like a fighting game tournament, you know, fucking dedicated to Windjammers. That's, uh, you know, seems like that almost certainly exists somewhere. France. I would like to. Yes, there it is. Yeah. So let's set up the French, you know, the FFGC, uh, you know, or actually, I guess it'd be the FFDC, FFFDC, French Fighting Flying Disc Community. Yes. There um, you go. You know, we'd want to want to participate in that. That sounds great. Um, French Flying yeah, Disc Fighting. Famicom Detective Club Club oh, no. fan. <laughs> Help, we broke David. Don't forget the phone dark in there somehow. <laughs> that's why you. That's why you're going to the tournament, Johnny. You're gonna fucking narc on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is an illegal flying disc tournament. Yeah. Hello, my fellow flying disc enthusiasts. Anybody want to buy some death sticks? I can't believe you called the cops. Oh, I'm not calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shoot you, discheads. <laughs> Uh, good job, Johnny. Um, yeah, let's, let's let's do that, man. Next GTT trip, France for a fucking Windjammers <laughs> tournament. 
You guys really got to go to Patreon. We Patreon can't afford goal. these tickets. <laughs> yeah, have you seen tickets to France? God. Yeah. God how, are we, how are we supposed to get a whole podcast crew to France from four different airports, guys? Come on. <laughs> Patreon. Do it. Game um, five. Yeah, okay. I was going to say thanks to Jesse, but sure, let's just fucking move on. Yeah, fuck me, right, Johnny? God. <laughs>
right, guys. So this game is the first entry in this series to appear on a handheld system in over seven years and more in line with the theme for tonight. The first entry in this series to appear on a home console in nearly 18 years. How you guys feeling? Fantastic. Good. Sorry for the tricky trivia, but I think I got it. I think you might. It's You're... it's between two, and I can't think of. It's the other one, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? It probably. It, uh, I'm okay. Whatever. I hope that trivia applied to more than one game. <laughs> Uh, Johnny says Mario Kart 10, sadly incorrect. Jesse says Space Jam DVD and his dick seems to be taking off like a rocket. And David says Mario Tennis Aces, sadly incorrect. Fuck, it's the Mario Golf one. It's Mario... Uh, Yeah, it's Mario Golf Super Rush for the Nintendo Switch. Damn it, Jesse, you were right. It was the other one. Told you, fool. So I guess you. There have been several uh, tennis games released. And you know, David, you famously hate a Mario tennis game released for the Wii U. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. 
I forgot <laughs> about that game because I pretended it didn't exist. Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. Again, since it's on the Switch, a handheld and a home console. First entry in the Mario Golf mm. game in a handheld se- mm. uh, system in seven years. Mm. Going back to the 3DS one, World Tour or whatever. And first console Mario Golf since Toadstool Tour back in 2003. What the hell, guys? Like, I, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. There wasn't a Mario Golf game on Wii? Or Wii U? Like, I mean, I'm sorry, huh. what? Did we go 18 years without a home Mario Golf game? I feel like... That seems wrong. Wow. It Maybe. does, right? <laughs> They huh. ported Toadstool Tour to Wii on with like the new new play control like, Toadstool Tour. No, I don't think that happened. Because okay. I would have snapped it up, baby. <laughs> the, like Wii U, perfect with the golf controls. Like what the heck? I mean, the, both those systems beg the question of seriously, where's the Mario Golf? Like I, I get that people probably maybe somewhere in Nintendo's you know fucking idiot brain. They were like, well, we gave everybody in America Wii Sports, so they probably don't want more golf. And, you know, to which I say, no, you're wrong. You know, I want a fucking Mario Golf game. I love Mario Golf. And then on the Wii U, I'm so starved for fucking content that, yes, of course I want a Mario Golf game. What are you thinking? <laughs> like, Is the Switch one any good? I have not yet played it. That's the thing. I, I was, you know, I've been on, that's the thing. So, uh, last year, uh, my buddy moved away and gave me his old uh, video games, his GameCube games, and got me back into Toadstool Tour, and I remembered that I fucking love Mario Golf games. So my love for the series has been reignited. But when Super Rush came out, I was not in, uh, let's say, a giant hurry to go pick it up at the you, store. For you weren't in a Super Rush? Shut up, Jesse. <laughs> I, <laughs> he was building to that. I was uh, trying to not say it. <laughs> Some things are best left unsaid. Nah. Um, so I, I was in no... There, there was no hurry to go to the store and pick up Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, mostly because I didn't want to pay 60 bucks for a fucking you know, brand new Mario Golf game. <laughs> and golf games. Well, that's, but that's the thing. When it came out, it felt like it was kind of light on like courses and stuff. And since it came out, they've updated it several times, and now it's heavy on courses. And, like, next time it's on sale, or maybe even before, I'm getting it. Like, it looks fun. I've watched some people, you know, streaming on Twitch. Uh, it, you know, it looks fucking good. It you know, Initially, like, the courses looked a little bland. Like, oh, it's, you know, it's a Highlands course, and, uh, you know, it's a cute little village kind of thing. Like, there's little buildings with, you know, fancy, you know, like a looking like European style buildings hanging around. Oh, okay, that's not really the Mario Golf I'm looking for. I'm looking more for, I don't know, weird Mario shit. And it didn't seem like they had it. Like maybe they played it too safe. And now there's like 12 courses in this game. A couple of the courses have different uh, like optional layouts, like a like an original and a pro layout. So I think this has the most holes of golf of any Mario Golf game now. Um, didn't they it, add? Which, Sorry. Oh yeah, and you know, and amongst those new courses they added, they added a New Donk City from Super Mario Odyssey course. Ooh. I was gonna say, I was like, didn't they add New Donk City where you're like, like yeah. golfing down the street? Yep, they sure did. <laughs> and 
I, uh, you know, I almost bought it when that first happened, and that's two updates ago. But now they've added some more stuff. They've got, like, you know, the wacky fucking, like, spacey kind of Mushroom Kingdom backdrop with, like, you know, the fairways and greens shaped like fucking Mario characters. I'm like, that is exactly the Mario Golf game I want now. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> um, I think it, you know, I think it might be the last update, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, but it's like all the stuff that I've kind of expressed is like a desire for like the Mario Party games that have come out. Like, hey, update it with some new boards and, you know, stuff like that. It seems like they're doing that for the, the you know, Mario Tennis and for Mario Golf. Like, Mario Tennis, they added all, all these new characters. They released them kind of slowly, but like ultimately the roster got all big and cool and fucking filled with weird shit like Chain Chomp holding the tennis racket. That's Whoa. great. Ooh, yeah. David, you look like you're about to say something. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I didn't realize because I'm looking at it now. Um, I knew it got updated because um, mm-hmm. I remember when they added, like, Pauline and New Donk City. They've continually a- updated past that. I didn't realize that Ninji, the little star guy from Mario 2, is playable yeah. in the well, game. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The little awesome. ninja dude that's is a, in there. Like, they're getting deep changer. on this shit, man. <laughs> like, and I'm looking at one of the new courses, um, Shell Top Sanctuary. Um, it looks like it's full of like water hazards and whatnot, and it looks like they have sand traps that are in the pattern of Koopa shells. Right. This game looks fucking awesome. And see, but I also that's the thing. I don't know if there's sand traps or if like they're hard shell and like that makes your ball bounce more or something. Like it's a like if it's a completely new surface. And then oh, whatever the one is after that, there's like the fucking wild ass course where like yeah the hole's just shaped like Mario doing this like okay fuck yeah <laughs> like that's what I've been after baby so I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking it might be time to you know head to the store for Super Rush because uh, yeah I, I like a Mario golf game and uh, God that energy is so cool John, yeah, it's dope right <laughs> John are you saying you're gonna rush to the store I you know see that's the there's no hurry. Because <laughs> uh, I, I might also just head to the shop. It could be a you know a digital sale. I might download it. Charge you know, and which, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, and it's got Charge and Chuck as a playable character, which is fucking hilarious. And so you know the new mechanics they added in this game. Uh, there's like the Super Rush mode, which I think actually looks pretty fucking stupid. Um, like you're you know playing multiplayer and you have to like hit the ball and then run on the fairway and beat each other up on the way to your balls it's a speed golf thing and you can fuck each other over like it seems like kind of fun thing that like the four of us could get together and play but like I don't want to play it like online with strangers like no I want some couch co-op on that but right um then they you know uh they kind of, I guess, like tweak the fucking mechanics of the game. The the shot meters change slightly. It, it'll like uh, it's sitting vertical instead of horizontal, and it'll bend depending on where you are on like the slope or like what the rough situation is to show how the ball is going to kind of slice. Um, and I guess they changed it. It's not the usual like you know press A to start your shot and then press the button to you know determine your power and then press again to like determine if it's a nice shot or whatever. I think they've they've gotten it down to like two presses instead of three, so they've changed the changed the Mario Golf formula a little bit for it, and I'm interested to see it. Uh, and then yeah, they have these idiotic power shots too that are fucking you know they just really fuck up the game if you're playing multiplayer because uh, like you can charge up a power shot meter and then it. The one thing that I, I guess, you know, that rubs me the wrong way about this, and we'll see if, you know, if I end up liking the game, buying the game, whatever. 
how much it affects the gameplay. I, I hope you can turn it off and just play a straight round of golf. Because I like to play go- golf games, Mario golf games, and I like to just kind of do my thing. David, you do your thing. Jesse, you take your shot. We each do our own thing. The power shots have the, they affect other people's like balls. Uh, so like <laughs> if you, you're in a distinct advantage with the power shot, say if you're hitting last. Um, so like if, uh, if you guys all, it's a par three, you know, and you guys tee off and you're all within five feet of the hole and sitting there looking at an easy two, I can activate my power shot and land near your ball and it'll create a shockwave that'll blast all your balls away. Ow. <laughs> and so suddenly you'll have a more difficult shot on your hands and I will have the easy shot. And well, it's how like, often can you use the power shot? That's the thing. I don't know. So, uh, you know, I don't know how you charge it up if it's charged up by doing well, getting pars and bogeys or pars and birdies and shit like that. You know, how many of them you get per round. But if it's more than, I don't know, one, frankly, I think it might be a bit too much because <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to have other people able to affect my game. <laughs> like, I want to fucking hit my like... shot. You hit your shot. We'll fucking we'll see on the green. <laughs> well, there's that specific mode where everyone plays at the same time, too, right? We- Right, that's the speed golf super rush mode. But like in classic golf mode, I don't love that there's a mechanic where you can fuck me over. (laughs) I feel like I I just want to play golf. (laughs) I feel like I remember reading that there was like a classic mode where it takes away speed golf, it takes away power ups, it takes away everything, and it's literally just golf with Mario characters. I, I do, sure hope so. I do like the idea though, of them applying some of the Mario Kart formula to their golf games, right? Just make it insane, you know. As long as it's optional. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, golf, it's also no items. All five. Yeah. But, you know, exactly. And man, the Final Destination course is the best. <laughs> it's just one flat hole. <laughs> um, I also love, because I'm reading about the New Dong City course, um, and one of the holes has the green in the little RC car track. Like, oh, that's yeah. where you, you have to, like, hit your ball off of a taxi cab and land in there. <laughs> See, and that's what I kind of love about it. It doesn't seem like they adapted New Dong City and, like, you know, it looks like New Dong City. No, it seems like they took the map of New Dong City and were like, okay, how can we fucking make this into 18 holes of golf? Like, this is going to be silly as shit. <laughs> Good. Cool. <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. Um, I was going to say about the power shots, they are also pretty funny. Uh, you know, you do the big crazy animation, and Johnny brought up, uh, or whoever brought up Charge and Chuck. Charge and Chuck has the stupidest of all the power shot animations. He, pick, he picks up the ball and just fucking throws it. Awesome. Like a you know flaming ball, and it's like no Chuck, that's not how golf works, dude. You can't do that. Well, are you gonna tell him not to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charge of Chuck's a doofus. <laughs> like, hey doofus. Yeah. Hey doofus. You can't. You have to hit the ball with the golf club. No, not you, Fucking... Johnny. I'm talking to the other guy. Yeah, I'm talking to Chuck over there. Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, honestly, if we get if we all get this, we should get like an online like league going. We should get a game that too in Mario Golf League. Uh, I'd play it, man. I'd play with you guys. That'd be a fucking great stream. Fucking, you know. Uh, who's who's your guy in Mario Golf, Johnny? Oh, God. Uh, Yoshi. No, your answer is Donkey Kong. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Johnny. <laughs> you know it's Donkey Kong. Well, David, who's your, who's your Mario Golf guy? 
knowing uh, who's in this game now. I mean, pick uh, pick one of these insane new characters if you want. I was going to say, um, I'm looking at either Rosalina or Pauline, because I love that Pauline is back. Yep. That, I mean, I like that. Yeah, that's another of the Odyssey influences. Like, all of a sudden, Pauline's like a character that everybody likes and knows. It's like, yeah, good. <laughs> Very good. Jesse, who do you like in uh, who do you like in the Mario Golf game? Uh, either Ninji or uh, King Babam. See, yeah, you could play as King Babam. I forgot about that. Yeah, that mustache yeah, is pretty dope. I do love a good mustache, and I do love a good just Super Mario sixty four specific character. Like, I like they're bringing back Mario characters from all the generations. Um, I'd probably go Bowser because uh, I have questions about his attire, or perhaps you know, fat Greg Norman Wario. Uh, you know fucking I don't know that's the other thing about this I love that they added silly golf outfits for everybody (laughs) that's uh, you know there's so much about this game that I think is funny and charming and them all having golf specific outfits is the best part like how is how does Bowser's attire work like he wears a shirt under his shell but like but like over the front of his shell yeah is it a dicky? Like, I don't understand how Bowser <laughs> wears a shirt that covers his front and goes under his shell. Hey, maybe it it's raises just many like questions. A smock. Yeah, like it's, it's not actually a shirt. It's just kind of like a fancy apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bowser's golf apron. Yeah, and yeah, Wario in his fucking hilarious checkered outfit with the the cowboy hat on. Yeah, I I, I dig it, man. This game's brimming with charm. And now that they've updated it with a lot of shit to do, I think I'm kind of in, man. Like, uh, again, I you know, I could be talked into 60, but man, I'd feel a lot better at 40. I'd play the shit out of this if I see it on sale again, knowing now that it's just, like, loaded with content. Because, yeah, I love Mario Golf games. They're great. They fucking, they're just so much fun. And Yeah, it'd be um, fun to play with you guys. Yeah, I'd be into it. Johnny, you gotta switch now. You should go get this yeah. right now. You love golf. You I work do. for golf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you're, Mr. Golf. You're Mr. Golf here. Yeah, I used to work for the PGA Tour, and I can apply all my knowledge from that to this game and not get anywhere. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, you know, I'd say, yeah, you know, hurry down to your local <laughs> store and <laughs> consider picking up. It's, uh, you know, now, is there any, is there any way that we could start a fan club for this Mario golf game? The golf club? Yeah. I'm just, Ah, I'm just going to stop you right there. Like a Mario golf club? (laughs) (laughs) Is there bacon on it? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Is it an open face club? (laughs) (laughs) A sandwich. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I have no uh, further ways to extrapolate out uh, fan club jokes on this. <laughs> so, uh, Johnny, let's hit the calculating computer then. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah, motherfucker. That's uh, it's a big win for me, baby. I'm feeling it. I'm not going to say that it was a comeback, 
feels like a comeback. Feels like a big triumphant victory. Yeah. Feels like I should have won last week, and uh, I didn't. So I made I made a comeback victory tonight. And it feels good. Feels right. Feels right to be the winner of this show. Fantastic. Um, what show it was? Great, a uh, great game. Um, so I got a theme in mind for next week, guys. Yeah, you know, it uh, it came to me as I was contemplating Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, thinking about that delightful New Donk City course. Uh, and I was thinking, how about games with cities? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. It's a constraint. It rhymes with titties. We can talk about our favorite gaming cities. And our favorite gaming... No. I mean, we can, t- you know, should there be titties in the cities? Then yes, we talk about yeah. that. But, yeah, um, I love that show. <laughs> titties in the city. <laughs> Yeah, and just like that, <laughs> we were talking about titties in the city. <laughs> hey, remember that podcast that we just fucking tanked? Right. After no, I don't, Jesse. Let's not bring up. Let's not bring that up at all. Good God! Um, wow. Uh, yeah. So that that was my that was my idea. Uh, you know, favorite game cities. You know, I was I was almost I was going to actually clarify. So big cities. I'd like to like to talk about some big cities, big ass cities. Hmm. Um, you know, just real big, built big on and rock pointy. and roll. So, if there's titties in the city, towns. do the titties need to be big as two, or can we talk about itty bitty titties in the big cities? Oh, see, you know, I think we should start a committee to discuss <laughs> whether or not we can talk about itty bitty city titties. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, cities, you know, just big honking cities, <laughs> big, big pointy buildings. Big- Big mama milking cities. <laughs> <laughs> just just large cities with big voluptuous soft buildings. <laughs> oh, good. Man, have I ever Real told good. you guys my OK Cupid erotic lactation story? Speaking of big milky titties. So we want to thank everybody for watching tonight. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. I uh, want to thank everybody listening in podcast form. We're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we super appreciate you guys listening. Um, want to thank everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's our home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gems. You help us keep the lights on at the 24-7 video game music live stream. And it doesn't matter what level you subscribe at. You get access to GTT movie nights. Our movie commentaries are going to be going on much more frequently this year so uh you know we want you guys to join us uh every other thursday hopefully depending on our schedules we're going to try and make that work we've got another movie commentary uh if you're watching live it's going to be tomorrow night if you're listening in podcast form you just missed it and you should sign up at patreon to get in on our next movie commentary uh you know every uh, every other thursday night and we love uh we love watching movies providing you guys the movies and then watching and goofing along with everybody. So check out patreon.com slash game that tune for more about that. Uh, and we want to thank our absurd fans over there on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix here, 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, and Akadar, a fantastic group of patrons that we've got at patreon.com slash game that tune. 
Uh, Jesse took our request tonight, and that request was once again from... Unsaddled Zebra in the Discord. Unsaddled Zebra in the Discord. Just a fantastic Patreon absurd fan, Unsaddled Zebra. Uh, we appreciate that request. You can hit us up in our Discord, uh, or hit us up at game uh, uh, via email, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at Johnny Gunvolt. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, fellas. So, we're taking a trip to the big city, and uh, you know, I could think of no, uh, you know, I don't know, no more big city out there than not New Donk City, New York City. New York City! New York City! And um, the the thing I was thinking about from New York City was, of course, you know, that classic New York City-based game, Muppet Race Mania. <laughs> um, so from the Muppets uh, Take Manhattan area of Muppet Race Mania, we've got the Central Park song, and we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Copyright 1990 Williams Incorporated. Oh, excuse me, 1988 Williams Incorporated. Famicom Detective Club is copyright 2021 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Crash Bandicoot 4 is copyright 2020 Toys for Bob Incorporated and Activision Incorporated. Windjammers 2 is copyright 2022.emu. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush is copyright 2021 Nintendo of America Incorporated.